Hey, good morning, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome. 7 a.m. Hey, good morning, everyone. Hope everyone's having a blessed morning out there. We're um, finding a lot of different things these days about life. As you uh, scroll through social media and you see uh, the results of things happening in the world and you see, ah, I thought that might happen. It's having some interesting uh Realizations. A lot of people, I think, are sort of like realizing things. Well, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes people are so asleep that they uh, still don't really see what's in front of them, even if it's right there, right? It's pretty weird. But um, we're uh, today we're going to be talking about not just being uh, competent to the people around you, or towards them. But how about to yourself? How kind are you to yourself? How much do you respect your own abilities and your own desires, your own goals? Um, do you put your goals aside to try to help someone else with theirs first, which can be a noble activity, except for the fact that you will be unsatisfied at the end of your life with what you've achieved. And a person is much more valuable in society when they're able to help others around them and when they're able to help themselves and help themselves find their goals. Um, one thing that we're taught as children, right, is to, you know, always do what you're going to Always do what you say you're going to do, right? And that's true. But it really always applies to other people. When you really think about it, when somebody says be competent, you know, uh, be responsible, they don't really say be responsible to yourself. Be competent to your own ability, to your own desires. They always say it's always related towards someone else. And sometimes you don't even compute that what you want is being competent to yourself. It doesn't even come into your your universe or you know, because it's so out of the the realm of reality when it comes to really respecting your desires. People take jobs based on money, not based on what they need or what they want. Uh, not what they need. They base it on, they take the jobs based on what they need, not necessarily what they want. And, but when you really start dropping the idea that your life is based on trying to make others happy, and you really realize that it's, the more you work towards your own goals, the more valuable you are as a being to others. The more you can help 
could be thousands, could be millions of people with your work. If you were to just stay true and respect yourself. And this is where a lot of uh, uh, things that you read out there kind of miss the point in my estimation. And I think that they try to make us feel as if they are doing us a favor by enforcing competence on us as children, um, as young adults, and even as older adults. Um, because it's the way it is. It's what you have to do. You're a responsible person. You should, you know, you should be, you should know what you want to do by the age of 21 years old. You should get married by 23. You should have a child soon thereafter. You should have a house, a car, a stable job, you know, a secure job, right? Secure. That's a big, I mean, man, big word used. Um, Make sure you have a secure job. And there is no such thing as a secure job unless you have your own business. Whereas the, the numbers can go up and down, but it's still your business, right? Um, there literally is no secure job. So these, um, these uh, I won't call them lies, but they're misguided directions. That you're that we're being given or we've been given as children um, have really destroyed lives of many people because the expectations are just so high towards something that they don't really want. Um, you know, I'll I'll even talk to my daughter sometimes, and my daughter's ten years old. I'm not gonna ask her what she wants to be when she grows up. She's told me a million things. She wants to be a singer. She wants to be an actress. She wants to be a dancer. She wants to play the piano. She wants to be a teacher. She wants to, uh, you know, there's just, and everything that she says, I say, well, that's great. Whatever it is, that's great. Go for it. You can do it. And that's why my mom always used to tell us what you can, my mom used to say the same line. You can do whatever you want. If you, as long as, you know, when you, you can do whatever you want when you put your attention on it and you work towards it. You can achieve whatever you want. That's what my mom would say. Um, and she was very supportive of, of us, and we can go out and do stuff. And it's one of the reasons why I I think I realized I didn't really want to go out and do the things that other that I was seeing others do. And it disappointed, you know, my grandparents, mainly, not my grandparents, mainly my grandma. My grandfather was just happy that I learned to play guitar. He loved to hear me play. I had a little cassette of a band that I was in, and he would have it. It was in, uh, we had this big furniture television, you know, you know those Zenith televisions. And um, on top of it, there was this huge doll that my grandmother loved, dolls with big frilly yellow dresses, very uh, Spanish, I think. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen anyone else with it, but my grandmother loved the color yellow and she loved butterflies and she loved uh, frilly dresses on dolls. And so she had this big giant doll on top of the the television, and underneath the skirt of the television, my grandfather kept this, this little cassette, and when, and he had a little tape player right by the window, and he had his radio. That was his radio that he would listen to every day, um, <clears throat> and uh, people would come over, and he would 
pull out the hey listen to Spanish of course listen to Tito they they called me Tito that was my name growing up actually I didn't become John till I was a uh, uh, much older actually a teenage and well into my teenagers teenage years and um, so he would be like hey listen to Tito's music you know and he would pull it out and he would uh, play it for all of us and uh, play it for the for the people and sometimes I was there. But I remember one day I was coming home, um, and as I'm walking towards the house, I hear it playing, you know, and I'm like, oh, he's listening to it. And I walked into the house, and there was like four or five family members there, and I was like, hey, everyone. And they're like, oh, I see you're playing. It's so good. Um, so he was very supportive, and that validation, you know, as to a child really is a is a huge, huge thing. Um <laughs> You know, my 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 mom would support anything I I, I told her I was I would do. Uh, you know, if I if I told my mom, being a you know barely five feet tall myself, if I told my mom I wanted to be a basketball player, she would be like, you know what? If you work hard, you can make it. If you work really really hard, you can make it. That would be her advice on on, on me if I wanted to play basketball. Um, <laughs> my grandmother was a little bit more serious. You know, she was a little bit more, she wanted me to be an accountant. That was like her major thing was for me to be an accountant. You know, um, I never was, was really into numbers or anything, but I did get a job uh, when I got into uh, my religion in 1995. Um, I got it. I was working there as the treasurer. I was the treasurer secretary there for many years, about about four four years and um so she was so ha so happy when i was doing that because she kind of in her mind that's like an accountant i'm working with numbers and i'm doing number stuff um and basically i was working there really because i was in the city and uh found a, an apartment in the city and i was living literally down the block from uh the lead singer of the band that i was playing with and I was really focusing on that more than anything else. And that's what we were doing was really playing music, you know. Um, but another thing that um, that really, when you start really respecting your own goals and you start respecting your, you know, you have that competence towards yourself, right, that I, that I talk about. When you really start doing that, things sort of get out of your way. You know, you run into barriers and you run into certain stops on along the way, obviously, because that's what life's all about, right? You have to deal with certain barriers of life. I mean, right when you when you're born, the first thing you, you you're hungry. You have to eat. You got to learn how to walk. You have to learn how to talk. You have to learn how to find out where you are in the world, right? Um, then you get up. You know, you start walking. Then you have to figure things out. I mean, life's all a barrier. As you get older, then you have to try to figure out, okay, now I'm, I'm supposed to get a job. I'm supposed to go get married. I'm supposed to, supposed to, supposed to, supposed to. There's all these barriers put in front of you, right? Now, the barriers that are put there were created, right? Were, some of them are illusions. Some of them are real, like eating, right? We have to eat. That's a barrier, right? It's a thing that you have to overcome. Um, so you have to eat and it goes on for the rest of your whole life. You have to eat, right? You have to, uh, um, get enough sleep. 
Yeah, you know, you have to have people around you that you that love you, and you have to love people around you. Um, these are things that are needed through life. They're um, just things that are needed, right? Common sense things. And uh, but then there are other things that are put in there, right? The things I mentioned a little earlier, right? About you know, you have if you don't know what you want to do by the age of eighteen, well, what's uh, what's going on? You're eighteen years old. You're you're an adult, you know. And you know, I became an actor at the age of thirty-seven. You know, that's when I first just decided and started looking at into into things. I didn't start directing until I was in my forties, you know, um, and writing and all that. So, and there's still things that I want to try to do and accomplish. And but what I was saying was that when you really start respecting your what you want and respecting you, your happiness and your sort of like what you're feeling, you know, what you're really feeling, the direction that you really want to go, and you start kind of going in that direction, things just magically sort of get out of your way and it allows you because that is who you truly are you know when you see when you run into a barrier and then suddenly that barrier does stop you and you decide to go another another direction or you change your mind on what it is you thought you wanted even though you do want it you decide you know what i don't want that anymore because this barrier is too much for me to confront when you and, you, and then you shift your your direction when you do that life becomes so much harder so much harder because you're not on your path and when you're not on your path the path that you're creating is really brutal you know it's you're you're carving through things that you really don't even want to be part of you're not even you anymore you know you're something else you're you're being guided by forces and by others that um not that they have you know bad intentions for you or maybe some do but um they don't don't know any better you know so advice that people would give to you know a professional even you know professional uh psychologist or someone of a sort that would uh try to give you some type of advice you know well you know you know i know you want to do this but you know sometimes in life you have to give up certain things and uh you know you <laughs> and these help flows you know and quote unquote um, are not at all what life's about. You know, they really do not give you any sense of direction. As a matter of fact, they they collapse your your ambition. You know, they they really just collapse you spiritually and even physically. People get sick when they're doing jobs that they hate or doing things that they hate, or with you're with someone that that you that you don't like anymore. You don't respect this person, or they don't respect you. But you have to be in this marriage or this relationship because you have children or because you need the security of having someone around you. When you find yourself in these positions, life can become extremely painful. Um, and it comes down to the basics of just not respecting your own goals, not respecting yourself. You know, you have to respect yourself first. Right, and I talk about the dynamics in uh, in my in Scientology. Um, there are eight dynamics, and these are urges towards survival. There are things that we all have to live through, whether we know it or not. Right, there are things that we need towards survival. Right, the first one is self, you yourself as an individual. Second is your relationship to your marriage, 
um, having children, um, the act of sex, all these things relate to the second dynamic, which is the basically the the uh, the expansion of the family unit, right? Uh, number three is groups, whatever groups that you belong to. Number four is mankind, world, worldwide, everyone together, mankind on the planet. Uh, number five is anything that's alive that's not human, plants, vegetables, animals. Um, number six is the um, the physical universe, anything that's around you that's physical, you know, our computers, my guitars, my hat, my glasses, my body, physical things that we actually touch and that we need to that we live through, right? My, the cup that holds the coffee that I'm drinking of. Uh, number seven is spiritual, you as a spiritual being. And number eight is God, uh, your God, the God that you believe, God, the creator, um, God. Um, and these eight urges towards survival um, are very important. But if you notice, number one, <laughs> the first, first one is self. It's you. You know, if you are not taking care of you, there's a pretty good chance that number two, which is you, your relationships, your family unit, is going to suffer. If your family unit is suffering because your first one is suffering, your third one being part of a group, that group is going to suffer to have you in it, right? Because you're not happy on your first or your second, right? You're not happy with yourself. You're not happy with your relationships. The third one you're going to be struggling with as well. The fourth one you're going to be struggling with because you're part of mankind, right? The fifth one with his vegetables and plants and all that, you're not even going to even see those, right? You know, maybe you might have a dog that you kind of like, you know, or a cat or something. Um, but that's pretty much the extent of that one. Then number six, the physical thing, you might have things that constantly break. You drop things. You have broken, uh, who knows how your material stuff. And it just goes on from there. Spiritually, you're not happy. Um, who who knows God, what, what do you think of God or what are you, because you, you've got, you, you're in this area where is uh, the first dynamic is just, is you yourself. It's in such pain that everything that comes after it is, is also in pain. So by the time you get to God or spirituality, you're just not even want to think about that because you don't have yourself first. You haven't respected yourself. You know, you have to really find places where, um, where you fit in, you know, and where you're supposed to be. And that usually comes from you looking at your own situation and saying, I'm not happy right now. I need to change my current scene. Now, how do I do that? Well, that's where you have to sit down and you have to start reverse engineering what you want, right? You want something, then you reverse engineer how you're going to get that. So say, okay, I want to be a... Uh, uh, I want to get a job at that company that, that they have a wonderful accounting department. I say I loved accounting when I was a kid, right? And, uh, and I want to be in that company because that company is, is huge. They have a great program. They have a great uh, company. Um, I have a friend that works. There. I want to, that's what I want. You write it down. I want to work at, at uh, you know, a, a Govinovich um, accounting firm. On, on Broadway in Manhattan, right? Or on Sixth Avenue or some some really wealthy street, right? Okay, so how are you gonna do that? All right, well, you start reverse engineering. What do I do right now? What do, what do, what do I work with right now? Okay, let me write that down. I do this right now, okay? Am I good at my job? Do people like me here? Would I get a good recommendation here? 
um, do I have the, the, the confidence to leave this job that I'm in, that I'm securing, to go and try to get a job somewhere else? You know, is there fear of, of, of that, you know? And you start writing down things. What do I do? Okay, first, get my resume ready, right? Uh, get any referrals ready that I need to, to ask, right? Personal and uh, professional, professional referrals, right? Then the next thing you get, you know, get another, uh, find out with the commute. How, what's the commute? Is it the same? Is it harder? Um, how much more am I going to cost on the commute? Is it going to be the same? All right, write that down. Um, people around my family, I'm, is my family going to be okay with this? I have to tell them that I'm, I'm, I'm looking for another job. Okay. I'm going to communicate that with my family. Next step. All right. I'm going to start getting my resume ready to mail out to this place. Um, let me find a contact person. Let me go online. Let me look at the, okay, this is the president there. This is the person. This is the hiring person. Here's the person I want to reach out to. Okay. Let me find this person on LinkedIn. Let me go on LinkedIn. Okay, did I find the person on LinkedIn? Oh, this is the person on LinkedIn. Okay, it seemed like a nice person. Let me look at their Oh, my God, they work. They used to work at this place where I know this guy. Oh, let me call up this guy. Hey, do you uh, remember, uh, do you know this person that used to work? Oh, you remember her? I'm trying to get a job at that place. Do you? How close are you with them? Oh, that's great. Can you give them a good word for me? All right, awesome. Thank you. I'm going to send you my resume. Can you, yeah, I'll send them to you. All right, great. You know, it happens that way, you know. But the only reason, the only way that you're going to get to that point is if you sit down and you start really looking at what it is that you need to get done to reach that goal, you know, and that really is respecting your goals. That's, res you know, that's being competent towards yourself and towards your own uh, desires, right? And that's basically today's talk, you know. Find out what it is that you want and go out and get that. But you, you, it's so easier said than done, right? So I'm not just like, I'm not giving you a rah-rah, uh, go out and get it. You can do it. No, this is actual workable technology. These are workable tools that I'm talking about here that you can actually apply to whatever goal that you want. Just sit back, get a drink of coffee, get your, get your tea or whatever you, water. Take a deep breath and start evaluating where you are and what you want to do and what you want to accomplish, you know, and then start trying to figure out how to map a road, uh, a path towards that goal. Okay. And I hope this uh, talk today helped you. I hope it was uh, beneficial to you. Um, please send me messages. Uh, you can always email me at John Henry Soto at protonmail.com. I'll put it on the screen here for those of you that are watching. If you're, if you're listening to this podcast later on, it's John Henry Soto at Proton Mail, which is P-R-O-T-O-N-M-A-I-L.com. Again, I'm still giving away free booklets to the Way to Happiness uh, Common Sense Guide to Better Living. If anybody's interested, I will uh, mail that out to you free of charge. Just email me at that uh, email, John Henry Soto at ProtonMail.com, and write in the title the Way to Happiness booklet so I'll know that it's regarding that. All right, folks, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate y'all. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Have a wonderful day out there. Make today great. Do the things that you love. Take care of yourselves. And as always, peace.